Iruvin daf ayin tet. The last thing we were discussing, we started in Mishnah about a ditch in between two yards. Depends what you put over there. If you put uh, something that you can take out later, like straw or hay, then it's considered as if it's not there and there's two separate yards here. And if you put something like a rock or a dirt, it's considered like one big yard because it's batel. And we said the same thing if you put a board on top of the ditch, it can connect to both of them. And you said that you could put a board even from one porch to another porch. And we talked about, uh, in the Gemara, we talked about the straw. And now we're up to the rocks or the dirt. And we're on the second to last line of Ayn Hayt Amud Bet, which says, Afar, Malay Afar, if, it was, if the ditch was full of dirt. The Gemara asks, Even if I didn't specify that I plan on leaving it there uh, forever, we learned by it you have a house that is, has a tumatmet inside of it and you filled it with rocks or straw now when you whenever wherever there's a tumatmet the place becomes a tent where there's a mit ohel hamet now if there's an open area from wherever the mit is to the, to a roof then the roof blocks the tum'ah and only that house stays tameh. But if there's less than a tefah from wherever the, uh, the mit is uh, to wherever the roof is, then the tum'ah goes up to the sh- uh, shamayim. So if a person walks on the roof, he would be tameh. If a person uh, if a person walk on the roof and uh, there's there's a lot of open area from the floor to the roof, then the person wouldn't be tameh. And then the al halacha today is that when they make uh, when they make graves today, they usually leave more than a tefah of space to where for wherever the the body is to wherever the tombstone will be. This way, and if anyone walks over it, it's not considered uh, tameh. Whether it stays like that or not is a different shela. When we get there, we'll get there. But either way, v'atanan. We learned over here with the house. There's a tumah in the house. Shemilau b'teven otzerot. You fill the house with rocks and straw, and there's no uh, there's no empty space in this house. Ubitlo. And I said, I specified that these rocks are gonna stay over here and they're not moving. That's it. Done. Batel, they are batel, and since there is no open tefah from where the tumah is to the to the roof, then the entire then the tumah goes all the way up to the shamayim. Anyone walks over the roof is tameh. Now bitlo, if you specific specifically said it's batel, I plan on leaving it here. In then it's batel. Lo bitlo, lo. But if I wasn't uh, spec- uh, specifically uh, b- uh, leaving it there, I didn't say I'm planning on leaving it here. Then it's not batel. Then there's an uh, we call that an open area from wherever the tuma is to the roof. And the problem is from our mishnah, it sounds like even when I'm not sure, I didn't specify anything. It's batel. So Amarav Huna Mantana Aholot, who is the Tana who talked about uh, about Masechet uh, Aholot, and if you weren't specifically uh, being the Vatel, the the dirt over there, it's not Batel. That's Rabbi Yossi. He and he argues on our Mishnah. So when I ask Rabbi Yossi, okay, if you want to say it's Rabbi Yossi, Ibchashamin, and that we learned, we heard the opposite from Rabbi Yossi, the Tanya. Rabbi Yossi Omer Teven Straw Ve'En Ati Lefanotan. You don't plan on taking it out of the air. It becomes just like any dirt and it becomes batel. Even if it's dirt and you plan on moving it, it becomes like a regular straw and it's not batel. And bottom line is what we're understanding from all this is that according to Rabbi Yossi, even if you weren't mevatel the afar straight out, it's batel.
right? It said the Teven, if you uh, plan on living there, it becomes like uh, Af- uh, like Stam Afar. That means Afar in general, you want to leave it. But the problem is in the Mishnah Naholot, it says Tserorot, which means rocks and dirt, that you weren't Mevatel, it's not Batel. We said that was a corner of BOC, so what does the BOC hold? So the Gemara explains, Ela Amaravase, Mantana Iruvin, who is the Tana and Iruvin that even if you weren't Mevatel Afar straight out, it's Batel Rabiosi, it's Rabiosi who holds that Afar in general is full, Afar in general is there to stay and it's not there to be moved. And it becomes Batel. Another, the Terutz, another explanation, Rav Huna, Bered Rav Yoshua Amar, Tum'ah Ashabat, Kamit, what are you comparing Tum'ah and Shabbat? On Shabbat, different. People even mevatel their wallet full of money. And when it comes to dirt, uh, or when it comes to straw, people would pick it up and give it to their animal to eat. However, when it comes to oil amit, if you don't specifically mevatel it, then it's not 100% sure. And therefore, if you weren't mevatel specifically, it's not batel. So according to uh, uh, Rava Asi, we have to say that uh, the Mishnah over here is like Rabbi Yossi, so it's like not what we originally thought. And according to Rav Unai Bered we can explain that you can't even compare halachot. They have different, uh, the, the halachot have different uh, nuances that you can't compare. Now, Rav Asheh brings another answer, a third answer. What are you comparing a house full of rocks to a, uh, to a hole in the ground? Bishlama Haritz, I get it. The hole in the ground, uh, when I put dirt over there, it's meant to stay there. It's meant for me to clog it. If I'm putting rocks in the house, straw in the house, it's meant to clog up. Nobody clogs up a house. So by the house, you have to be more specific. Otherwise, it's not going to be about the hill. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, If I put a board on top of a uh, hole that is fourth in width, that's only if you put the, the plank, the long side of the plank or the board over the width of the ditch. But if I took this long board and I put it by the length of the ditch, now you made, and let's, let's say it's four tefahim long. What you ended up doing was a filu kosher. Even if even if this board isn't four tefahim wide, even if it's a little bit, even it's like a little stick. What you end up doing from this four tefahim wide ditch, you now made it skinnier over an area of four tefahim. Now I lessened the width from four tefahim, and now. I can I can connect both Hatserot with one Eruv. It's considered an opening. And now we're going to go back into the Mishnah. And I strongly suggest that you look at uh, the pictures for this uh, Sugiot. For the next couple Sugiot at least. You have two balconies, uh, one uh, across the other. Uh, in between, and you want to you, you put like a board over there to make it as if it's a bridge. When you said they're opposite, but if they're not exactly one across the other, as if they're sort of like a diagonal uh, slant between one to the other, then you can't be ma'ariv them together, rather they're two separate hatserot. And there's a lot of ma'alukit that Haronim had exactly explained in Rashi. And Rabinotan says uh, his reason is that people are very scared to walk in a diagonal on top of a board from one, across uh, over a street from one balcony to the other. Zaharonim have different uh, ideas and different sheet of exactly what's going on here, but let's leave it as slant is no good. 
if one's on top of the other, meaning they're not at the same height. So one, let's say, is one uh, on the fourth floor, and the other one is across the street on the third floor. Uh, okay. Nami, uh, same story. Again, all this, when we said it's no good, is if from one to the other, there's a separation of three tfahim or more. But if you don't have more than three tfahim, and over here, no one would be scared to walk less than three tfahim. It's considered a gezustera, a porch, we'll say it's bent. Like by a sukkah, like dofen akuma, we imagine, like imaginary, uh, move it uh, down a couple of feet. Same thing over here, we'll say that this balcony has been moved over a couple of uh, tefahim, and therefore you could do an iruf together. Okay, the Mishnah says, Matben sheben shete hatserot. You have a haystack between two hatserot. Kavo asrat fahim, it is ten tefahim tall. Me'arvin shtayim ve'en me'arvin ehad. You do two iruvs, not one. Both sides of the hatzer, each one brings his animals to eat from the from this uh, haystack, each one from the other side. And they don't have to worry that uh, the animals are going to eat so much that uh, they're going to lessen the haystack and it's going to be less than uh, 10 by 4 tefahim. However, if for one, uh, for one reason or another on whole, on whole before Shabbat, it was less than 10 tefahim. They become one big hatzer. They can only do one iruv together. They can't do two separate iruvs. Now the Gemara starts. As long as a person doesn't come and take straw uh, and put it into the, uh, the, into the trough that the animal eats from. And to feed your animal that way. Why? Because now when a person takes, he takes a lot. He wants to feed the animal all at once. And he just puts it there. And we're scared that it's going to get less. However, if an animal goes and eats, it, it doesn't eat that much. It eats whatever it needs, and that's it. And the Rishonim have a lot of problems with, with the way Rashi just explained it, and it leads Rashi to give a second explanation that this uh, that this haystack has become it, be, it was muktzet to become a wall out of Shabbat. Therefore, you can't touch it. And then you have the Rashba Shita where you're feeding him only b'diavad over here. And then you have the Ritva, who's worried that if you allow it this Shabbat and next Shabbat, when they don't use it, when they wasn't was uh, used as a mechitza, wasn't part of the iruv, people might touch it. And the Rosh says, when we're feeding, we're talking about feeding uh, during hall, and it's a huge sugya. Okay, either way, we understand from this Gemara that Rav Una says, Shiloh ten, I can't touch the straw and give it uh, and pick uh, and pick it up and give it to my animal. However, I could put my animal over there and let it eat on itself. I could put my animal over there and eat. Ravuna said in the name of Rabbi Hanina, a person could put his animal on uh, on grass on Shabbat so he could eat from it. And I'm not worried that the man might pick up the grass, uh, pluck it up from the ground and feed it to his animal because it's Isur Deoraita. And since it's Isur Deoraita, we're not worried. And here's the second part. A person can't put his uh, animal on a muktze, a pile of grass that were meant for work. And muktze is a surmid rabbanan, and we're worried that you might come to take from this grass and give it to him. Now, to take from the straw and give it to your animal, we said is a sur. So why am I not put my animal over there? So the Gemara says, no, that you shouldn't be medayak from Ravuna that you're allowed to put your animal by the, by the haystack and eat from there. 
Rather, the Kaimle Be'apa Ve'azlav Achla. I stand in its way. It can't move another way. The only way it could go is towards the haystack. And doing that, it's a little bit, Rashi explains, it's a little bit far-fetched that you're going to actually go pluck uh, uh, a straw to give it. Okay. The Gemara says, A person's not allowed to put straw into the animal's trough to where it eats from. Gemara is asking, is it really a problem to touch it with your hands and put it into a cup for it to eat from? We learned You have a house between two hatserot, and each hatser on the other side has another house, and they're all open to each other. Now that middle house, milahu teven. I put the teven over there and has a window open. The tevin clogs up everything. It becomes like a mechitza, a wall. And we, there's two separate uh, situations over here. There's two separate hatserot, and they can't do an iruv everyone together. Each one can take tevin from uh, that middle house and put it in their animal's trough and then feed them that way. If also there's less than 10 tefahim of straw, now they both are asur. Why? Because it becomes a wall that was destroyed on Shabbat and now they're open to one another and we know the sugya. So now, what would the person want to do? At least let's fix something. So what do you do? Let's say house all the way on the right will shut its door. And he's mevatel his reshut of his hatzer and of the middle house to the other hatzer. And who asur? This person would be asur to carry in in his hatzer from his house to the hatzer, hatzer to his house. And his friend is allowed in the entire area. And I guess his friend will do the work. Same idea with a hole in the ground full of straw. It's right between two tehomim of Shabbat. Half the hole is in the home of one city, half the home is in the in the home of another city. Each city could come and uh, take whatever they want from the from the tevin, from the straw, and they're not worried that uh, it, they might be taking from the straw of the other side. Katanemia, now bottom line is what do we see from all this? From all this we said, a person can take with his hands the straw and put it into, into his animal's trough. And Ravuna said it's Asur. So the Gemara explains, Amre, the way they explain this, buy it a house, if it's filled with straw, there's a, there's a ceiling, there's mechitzot, there's walls, if all of a sudden you, you see the walls over there is less than 10 tefahim, we could pretty much tell the straw is not reaching up the ceilings anymore. And, we're, and therefore, we need to be careful. And uh, you're allowed to take from that pile. But over here, when you have a big pile of, uh, of straw in the hatzer, and I mean, we don't know where the limit is. Each guy is thinking in his own head, no, it's 10 tefahim, no, it's 9 tefahim, 11 tefahim. It's not, we're not going to exactly be able to tell if it's less than 10 tefahim. And therefore, we're just going to say it's asur. Now, this works perfect with the first perush of Rashi, that uh, we're just worried about the mechitza, but from the second perush, which has to do more with muktzeh, she explains that up until 10 tefahim, a person is a muktzeh. After that, the person doesn't care about. But in a chatzer, you're not sure of the heights, you're not sure of the measurements. We're just, you're muktzeh everything. Okay, 
If the tevin is less than ten tefachim, they're both asur. But sounds like ten exactly is mutar. Even if the ceiling above the tevin is very very high, it could be at twenty. The tevin only ends at ten. So what do you learn from all this? That if you have walls that don't reach the ceiling, they're called walls. And we have a mahlokel and dafa'in bet about this uh, psak. Are they considered, and you have tana'imu hold that they're not considered walls. Amar we're, we're talking about a case where the house is 13 and, a, and maybe a little bit less than 13 tefah tall. Veteben asara. And you have 10 tefah of straw inside the house. So for sure there's lavud from wherever this tevin ends to where the roof is. And we'll call it lavud. Even if you could say if the, if the house is exactly 10 tefahim tall. And the tevin is seven and a half. Anything less than three is kilavud, so you don't even have to have ten tefah of tevin. You even have seven and a half, and from the uh, and, and from wherever this pile of straw ends to the roof is, is two and a half. That's good. Now, Bishlam al Abaye, according to Abaye, who said that the tevin has ten tefahim, hainu de katana me asara. Okay, that, then I understand what the Brayta said. If it's less than ten. According to Yeshua, who said seven and a half is okay. How do you understand the word asara in the Braita? So he explains mitorat asara from the concept of asara. The seven and a half was considered ten. If it becomes less than seven and change, if it becomes now six point nine, it doesn't have the. the it's not considered halachically ten. It, it lost its levod. Now we learn in the Braita if it's less if the straw is less than ten tefahim, Shinehema Surin, they both the yards are Asur, Shmami, Nada Yurin, Habain Bishabat, Asurin, some say Osrin. Bottom line is people who come to a neighborhood on Shabbat, they are now Oser on the uh, the people who are already there. Why? Because over here you have the same uh, sugya that uh, you had uh, two uh, you had two Hatserot, now all of a sudden uh, the wall goes down. This group is also on the other group. And this goes against the people who say that the urin habayin b'shabbat is there still mutarin. Once it's mutar and shabbat, it's mutar. And it's a gemara I think we had on Daf Yud Zayin. And uh, we saw Mahlokin over there. So the Chorad, this sounds like uh, the ones who say they're oser, people who come in on shabbat. So the gemara explains, maybe this uh, wall became less uh, yesterday. And they already had a problem from Arab Shabbat. So not necessarily, you could say that people who come on Shabbat are Osir on the people who are already there, they can't carry anymore. We can't necessarily say that. Now we learned in the right time. Now let's say this uh, this uh, straw wall went down. What do we do? Each One of them locks the door and he's mevatel his reshut and the other guy, tarte. He needs to do two things and that's just, uh, why do you have to do two things? Why don't you just be mevatel yereshut? Why do you have to lock the door? So the Gemara explains, this is what the, the, the Braita meant. Or he could lock his house. And by locking his house, he shows that he doesn't want to be, uh, he, he does nothing to do with the middle house. And he's mevatelet. Or mevatelet reshuto. Or you could actually just say the words that I mevatel uh, my reshut. 
meaning you could either say it or do an action that uh, that shows that you're mevatel. Or you could say that all Really, you need uh, to do both. Why? Since you were mutar this entire time and you were used to going there, you might come to carry anyways. Therefore, we need you to lock the door as a double protection sort of thing. Now, we learned in the Brayta, who Asur, Vahavero Mutar, he is Asur, and his friend is Mutar. Pshita, well, obviously, once he's Mevatel, he's Mevatel. So what's the, what's the Hidush here? Lot Sricha, no, we do need it. Why? It's, what's the Hidush? Dehadar, Idachu, Batele, Dehavre. That the other person could also now be Mevatel to the other uh, person. No, Vakamash Balan, coming to teach me the end Mevatlin, Vehozinum Vatlin. You can't be Mevatel, uh, the guy on the right, Mevatel, the guy on the left, and then uh, he, after he feeds his animal to be Mevatel back to the guy uh, on the right. And we learned in the Brayta, Vechen Ataomer, Begov Shaltevin Sheben Shetete Homeshabat, with the hole in the, in the, right in the middle of the border between two cities that they both can take. They're not worried that they might come to take a straw from the other side. Pshita, well, obviously, they're allowed to take, since the bottom line is the Tevin is in their area. She explains, if you're allowing me to take from the straw that's in the Hatser, and, and we're only a Surd Rabbanan over here, it's also, Tchom is also a Surd Rabbanan. And if we're not worried, we're not worried. Sigma so explains, No, we do need it. Going according to you should say, Maybe we should be scared. Since it's a deoraita, you might come to cross and take from things that uh, were past your border. We're not worried about it. Now, the next Mishnah. Ketzad mishtatfin bemavoy. How do we do a shituf mevot? You have, uh, remember, what's a mavoy? Two, uh, houses are open to hatser, hatserot. A lot of hatserot are now open to a street. We will call that a mavoy. Mavoy is not a shutarabim, and we're, uh, there's only exact hachamim that you might come to carry in a shutarabim. So, how do we connect everyone in this mavoy? You take a barrel of wine, right? Ve'omer. You say that this uh, this uh, barrel of wine is for everyone. You have someone pick it up and do as like a pick it up and make a kinyan for everyone. It could be your your daughter, your son, anyone who's older. And you could even do by one of your slaves if they're Jewish. And you could even do it with your wife. Because the idea is each one is going to have his drink on Shabbat, so they have their part. And therefore, he can, he, he, since he has a part in this wine, he could be mezakeh for everyone. But you can't use little children for this. They're not Jewish. Because even though they're going to be drinking from it, but it's really me giving it to them. So it's really mine. It's not uh, theirs. It's not on their own. Now, the Gemara starts, Amar of Yehuda, Havit shal shitufeh mavo'ot, tzarich la'agbiyah min ha'karka ha'tefach. When you're doing that whole kinyan, you have to pick it up off the ground, ha'tefach. Tosafot says, that in general, when you have to pick something, you have to pick it up three tfahim off the ground, but over here, since it's the Rabbanan, shituf mavo'ot the Rabbanan, we're being lenient. But there's a ritva who says in the name of Rabbein Hutam, that uh, really any hagbaha just has to be a tefach. Now, Amarav Ah Hanetate Miles Avede Pumpadit Amrinhu, these two dinim were said by the the elders of Pumpadita. Hadaha, one was this, uh, the picking up the Shituf Mavoy Tefah, Idah Ham Kadesh, a person saying Kidush Shabbat, Yom Tov, Imta Amelo Lugmab, if you tasted a full mouth, and Tosfot says doesn't mean full mouth, it means if I move all the liquid to one side of your mouth, it would be full. 
Yatsa, then you're Yotzeh Dechovar Kiddush, Ve'im Lav, Lo Yatsa, and if not, you didn't taste that much from the wine, you're not Yotzeh Dechovar Kiddush. Amar of Haviva, Hanami, Sabi de Pumpadita, Aminu, the elders of Pumpadita also said, the Amar of Yudah, Mashmoel, Osin, Medura, Lehaya, Beshabbat. If you have a lady who just gave birth uh, and it's Shabbat and it's, and it's freezing, you can even uh, turn the fire on for her. Savur mina lehaya in leholelo, but so they understood that tafka for a lady who gave birth, but not for someone who's sick. Bimota gishamim in bimota hamalo dafka in the winter and not in the summer. Itmar. So, but one second, we learned amar of chiyah barabin amar shmuel hikiz dam venitstanin a person let blood. And he got called. You can make a fire for him on Shabbat. Even in the summer months of Tammuz. So, so why should why should a regular holiday be any different? than why is Dafka Yoledet? This also the elders of Pumpadita also said this. The Itmar. What's a stam Ashera? Avodah Zarah, a tree that I know it was used for Avodah Zarah, even though I don't, I never saw anyone use it. Amarav, If you see that the people who, you know, the, the, the priest, the, the, the people who work for Avodah Zarah are very careful around the street, then you know at one point there it was used for Avodah Zarah. And they're not eating from it, so you know there's something there. Or if you see them saying that these dates, they're meant to make uh, some sort of drink for the Avodah Zarah called Nitzrefeh. The Shatule Beyom Hagam, that they drink it during on their special holiday of Avodah Zarah. The Amruli Saven, Amor said that the elders of the Pumpadita also said, Helchatea, Kavate, the Shmuel, Halacha is like Shmuel. The Gemara wants to go back a second to what we said that uh, you have to pick up the Havit of the Shituf Mavoy Atefah. We learned right now. How do you do a shituf mavoi? You bring a barrel of wine, oil, dates, dried figs, or any other fruit. And if they're mine, I have to give it to someone else to pick it up for everyone who lives in that mavoi. If it belongs to them, he has to tell the people who the fruit belongs to that I'm going to be using this for the eruv of the shituf mavoi. You could pick it up anything off the ground, and it works beautifully. Now, but here you see mashu, and over there we said tefah. So the Gemara explains my mashu What's this mashu that we said? Tefah. It means tefah. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen. Ve'amen.